In the beginning there was Jack, and Jack had a groove, and from this groove came the groove of all grooves. And while one day viciously throwing down on his box, Jack boldly declared, Let there be house, and house music was born. I am, you see, I am the creator, and this is my house, and in my house there is only house music. But I am not so selfish, because once you enter my house, it then becomes our house, and our house music. And you see, no one man owns house, because house music is a universal language, spoken and understood by all. You see, house is a feeling that no one can understand, really, unless you are deep in the vibe of house. These words by the legendary Chuck Roberts have been passed down through generations of dancers, DJs, and music lovers for over 30 years. It is, essentially, the great creation myth of house music. But hidden within the layers of the story is a truth that transcends musical genre. The truth it describes is a feeling that flows within all music and dance forms created by black folk. And the understanding of that feeling has been the key to liberating countless souls from the weight of this world. The feeling has gone by many names, pulse, bounce, rock, spirit. But today we'll just call it groove. And from this groove, comes the groove of all grooves. And as that groove continues, let me invite you to sit back, pour yourself a drink, and enjoy the show. I'm Rob Celtic, and this is Drinking and Dance at the End of the World. time for another interlude. Some of you might wonder why I feel it necessary to do these, as the story that this show tells isn't a story that I own. This story is a huge tapestry, a web woven from the strands of each artist that comes on, as well as your stories as listeners and guests who have yet to appear. And while I have no ownership of this story, I can contribute to some small part of it. As I learn on my journey through this podcast, I feel it is my job as your humble host to share with you as much as I can, especially when it comes to those of you who are guests of black culture as I am. What I can share are my observations only, and these should never be taken as gospel. That said, let us raise our drinks to the sky in fellowship and love. To your health, cheers. I'm here today to talk a little bit about groove. For many of you, groove is just a word. Some people take it to mean movement, and while it is and can be described that way, the word tends to fall short of the meaning. 
Most words do, in fact. There are many people who would argue that it is futile to try and explain the most important things through words, because to truly understand them means to experience them for yourself. And while I agree with the truth of this belief, words are all I have on this show to work with, and so I do my best with the tools I have before me. It is my hope that the words that my friends and I share with you serve as a signpost that will point you to the way of having your own experience of groove if you are new here, or a deeper understanding of the experiences you already have if you are not. In the simplest terms, I suppose that you could say that groove is how you ride the beat. It's the tapping of your fingers on the steering wheel as you listen to music in your car. It's the swaying of your body when you sing in the shower. It's the bouncing of your head to match the beat of the song that's playing in the club while you're waiting for drinks. As KD the Great explains, Groove is a rhythmic movement. And for me, that it doesn't matter what it is. The way I explain it, like I can start moving my head and it doesn't matter if it goes this way, this way, I can start moving my shoulders, it doesn't matter where they go. It's the fact that it's something within a rhythm. Mm. So that opens it up to anything. And that's just the way that I see groove because I think I think you can create groove out of anything, whether it's like the wrist moving, the wrist waving. I think everything can be a groove. It's just a matter of doing it rhythmically with music. But as she says, this movement doesn't exist by itself in a vacuum. The movement must be rhythmical, and for it to have rhythm, it needs to be connected to music. Chicago footwork legend Boo Dilla puts it like this. First off, you have to um, take in the music. Once you take in the music, then you'll find yourself. Um, I dance I dance from the heart. I dance from the soul. I don't... I don't um, dance for for um I, I don't dance for other people like i dance for myself um a lot of people focus well a lot of new footworkers focus more on movements they focus focus on the steps they don't they don't listen they, they don't listen to the music you know what i'm saying let the music guide them through the whole if it's a battle if it's a performance um if it's a demo anything like I feel it's always that music. It's always that 808 bass. It's always the, you know, the hi-hats, the snares, the melody. Like, that's what drives me, you know what I mean? And you can tell the difference between um, a Chicago footwork that listens to the music and, mm -hmm. and, and really, like, dissect the music or dissect the track versus a footworker that just dance and they 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 have they have a lot of moves but they move like you can't feel they move you can't feel um mm. their steps so we have music and we have movement so we have groove right i used to think so during the first few years of my life as a dancer I assumed that doing the moves I knew on beat was all that was required to dance. I would execute my movements very cleanly, 
very technically and very precisely in time with the beat. And while oftentimes I could get a reaction from audiences or people in the circle, I could feel that something was missing. And I could tell that they felt that too. I could tell from watching other dancers who seemed to get it and how their dancing made me feel. Their joy became my joy and their pain became mine as well. It would be a long time before I realized that I wasn't giving others that same glimpse into myself. As the esteemed Crumper Basics says. So one thing I can say just about black culture and black people in general, um, though not everyone is vocal, especially um, as a black man, but all men in general just don't tend to be feelers. (laughs) Or we are, we just don't speak about it. You know, when so much just happens to you, you have to feel something. And sometimes turning that anger or sadness or whatever it is into something comes out in movement or whatever it is. Because if you just sit there and bottle it up, then your mind's going to go crazy. So you have to kind of push that through your body, you know, so that's where the that tends to come in as a groove. That's why I think in all the dances, grooving tends to be something so much because we're feelers. We need to feel because that's the way that we can express or tap into our own world at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Crump, it, t- it tends to come in, like I said, that core and chest work, it's all going to be inside. But you have to know who you are in the dance, um, even as a person, you know what I mean? Um, and then it's how you embody the music. But yeah, when it comes to who we are and what we feel like, that's probably the most important thing is making sure the dance is, is real to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so our groove comes from that emotion of how do I feel right now? And that was the problem. I didn't know myself the way I thought I did. I would hide behind the style I practiced, focusing on flashing moves and being totally cut off from what the music was really saying to me. To this point, Kim Holmes, one of the matriarchs of the New York house community had this to offer me. Hear the music, to feel the music, to dance to the music, right? But a lot of us, a lot of people are coming into the dance without understanding the music, without, like, if you watch a baby naturally that loves music for the first time, they have their (laughs) own thing going on, but they're in it. And we we don't do that enough. We don't sit with the music enough to allow it to do what it's going to do in the body. So... The groove is the initial rhythm that comes from your awakening inside of your body. Um, mm. and, and everybody has a different groove, right? The depends on also for me is your, your life. Like how do you connect to music? How do you connect to that rhythm, that sound and how your body naturally flows with it? So I've heard the music, and I've connected to what it is that I'm feeling. What then? How do I bring those parts of myself into my dancing in a way that's going to make sense? For so long, I copied what my mentor, King Charles, was doing. Or I'd take moves from other members of my crew and try to look exactly like them. But even if I could do their trademark moves well, That didn't mean those moves reflected anything about me. It was the professor of hip-hop, Monsell Durden, who came to set the record straight. 
what are the gestures of lines of communication that you use mm -hmm. in your live your day-to-day -day live practice that's what you want to bring into the dance so that you are bringing a sense of self into it where you're not going to look like me because i don't you don't we don't do the same gestures mm. and i'm gonna give you a way to like explore how you want to move how does this music make you feel how do you use your arms well, i don't know what to do with my arms well what do you do with your arms on a regular day how, how do you walk? How do you brush your teeth? How do you comb your hair? How do you say hello to somebody? How do you shake hands? How do you, you know what I mean, fix your clothes? That that stuff becomes dance. That's what people don't understand. I'm like, in black practice, that's what it is. Everything around you, everything that you do that has nothing to do with dance informs your dance. You see what I'm um, saying? So that, yeah. that, allows a, that allows a person to be an individual and not have to look like me. Cause I'm not trying to teach you how to look like you. I'm trying to teach you to identify who you are mm. and then use this, uh, use this movement texture along with who you are and be comfortable in your own skin, your own way of being. Mm. And then, then you off there and you're doing your thing, looking like you look. So now I have the tools to connect to myself and to how I dance. But this dance isn't just about me. I am a guest in a black cultural creation. And to be able to take part in that culture, I need to understand how to share groove with others. Human beings are social creatures. And dancing is perhaps one of the purest ways that we can connect with those around us. So how do I truly connect to others in this community? According to hip-hop theater director Tatiana Desablon, I needed to understand the following. There's a difference between you doing a movement or technical stuff that if I repeat, repeat enough, I, I could do it too. But the groove is something that's supposed to be completely unique. No matter how, you will not look like me. How can I make a single move, a technical tool, look different? If I tell you we all going to do lift our right arm, uh, how can you make that lifting your right arm different from me? For, for people, it's like, wow, like that. It's not that different. We just lift the arm, right? But actually, if you dig deeper into your groove, you can make that arm, that lifting arm thing, completely different from the person next to you. And this is what hip hop is about because you want to look different. You want to focus on your identity. Here is the main thing to focus on is the groove. If there's no groove, then I don't get to see you. And if I don't get to see you, there's no point for you to be part of this community because it was made for us to be seen, to be able to express who we are, to be heard whenever we, we're outside of it, we can. This is an opportunity inside for us to shine and to be, to elevate ourselves. So you can't, I cannot accept you being there and you don't allow me to see you. If mm. you are here, I gotta be able to see you, and the only way is for me is for me to see your groove. This is what tells me what you're about. I have to show who I am. I have to give as much, if not more, than I receive. I have to take part, not as a spectator or someone who's taking, but as a participant and someone who's willing to give back. Because if I'm just copying the product of someone else's oppression, I'm playing make-believe. 
I'm taking something that doesn't belong to me, and I'm not giving anything in return. As the amazing Lindy Hopper D. Daniels Locke puts it. I even think about just black culture in general. No, I was not at the Savoy in that time period. But I also do have godparents who danced there and my grandparents who did the dance. And I, I, I do know black culture and I know, I know that these people who were oppressed for this reason, this was if this was their outlet and their joy, they are not coming in there to do the thing exactly the way somebody else did it the, day, the night before. They're coming in there and they're gonna put their spin on their thing for their own ownership of it so they can have ownership of something, right? And at the Savoy, I mean, you you hear the elders say like, we didn't care what you look like, we care if you could dance. And that's the point, like you're gonna innovate a thing, it better look fucking good. And if it doesn't, they're gonna let you know. <laughs> in my favorite book, The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho, the hero of the story gives up everything he knows and possesses to search for a treasure that he has repeatedly dreamed of. Along the way, he comes to understand a fundamental truth about our world, that the most precious knowledge can be understood and shared by everyone. And at its heart, I think that's what Groove really is. It's a truth that comes from within us in response to the music that we let in. But too many of us are separated from that truth. Too many of us are blind to the oppressive systems that we take part in that harm our brothers and sisters, as well as ourselves. Too many of us are focused on performing allyship or cosplaying as a means of fitting into black culture. Too many of us are content to receive the gifts of the culture without giving anything back. And we are truly lost. So for those who still don't understand why the groove is essential, I leave you with the words of Professor Locke. So what's happening is this. You're going about your life. You're working. Somebody, you have no idea why, except you gotta make money, you gotta pay the bills. Mm -hmm. uh, you try to gotta put food on your table for your family. Um, but you have no idea why you're doing these things. And for some reason, you know, you keep you making this money. You got the pair of Jordans, you got the girl, whatever, and you still feel unfulfilled. You're still unsatisfied. There's still no real um, meaning in your life. And it's like, well, why is that? It's, you know, and it's because you're just going through the motions. You haven't found any meaning for what you're doing. You haven't found anything that you can stand on and live live and die on mm. that makes it all worth it and that makes you feel fulfilled. You know, your success is coming from everything external and everything external is perishable. I don't care what it is. Everything in the immaterial, in the immaterial and external world is perishable. There is nothing that will satisfy you and quench your thirst, nothing. The only things that quench our thirst comes from within. Um, and that's why groove is, that's why groove is so important. And there you have it. I hope you've enjoyed this meditation on the nature of groove. I don't claim to know all there is to know here. And there is so much left for me to do. 
but I wanted to share the words of those whom I look up to, because I'm about to start a journey this coming month that will take me further than I've ever been before. I can't share the details just yet, but very soon I'll let y'all in on what's happening, because I'm planning on taking all of you with me. But in the meantime, I think it's time for us to end things with the traditional toast of this show. So please, raise your glasses with me. Here's to you, here's to me, and here's to the end of the world. Cheers. I'm Rob Celtic, signing off. We will endure, we will grow, and we will overcome. God bless. This episode of Drinking and Dance at the End of the World was written and produced by me, Rob Celtic. Music for this episode was provided by the one and only Feathers. That's F-T-H-R-S. You can find his new album, Floating, on Spotify and Bandcamp under Feathers. If you like what you heard and you want to support the show, visit us on Patreon at patreon.com slash drinkingandance and donate for early episode releases, bonus episodes, personal shoutouts, and more. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to like, favorite, and follow on Spotify and Anchor. We'll see you next time. 